depth is going to win this year because depth is going to create connection through emotion and it's going to really overpower all the other people that are staying very surface level. You are listening to the Not For Lazy Marketers podcast, episode number 596. Hello, friends. Welcome back to the podcast. We are going to dive into the fourth marketing prediction for 2024. If you're just tuning in, you can go back to the previous three episodes and tune into those marketing predictions one through three. These are all, as I've mentioned, a spinoff from our marketing playbook. If you haven't gathered um, that yet and downloaded your copy, it is 50 pages of behind the scenes, deep level marketing strategy that I can honestly say you are not going to get that insight anywhere else. The feedback we have received on it has been incredible. It has top strategy examples, predictions, real live ad links to converting ads across all different industries and all different ad types. It has our client of the year highlight where we give the exact strategy, all the numbers, everything, like how her business went from where it was to multiple six figures in 12 months. It's just, it's our best resource. So if you go to hirschmarketing.com slash playbook, you can download that. And I'm basically going deeper this week on some of the predictions that I have in there. So This isn't like a repeat of what's inside the playbook. This is me diving even deeper into these predictions. So today's prediction has been mentioned in the previous three episodes, but it's so important that I wanted it to have its own episode so we can talk about it and we can talk about some strategies to bring this forward in your marketing and in your business. And that is the importance of creating authenticity like never before and how real that's going to be in 2024. So if we look at how do we create authenticity, well, first we have to identify what makes us authentic. And every one of you is authentic. So don't sit here and say like, well, I'm just doing the same thing as all these other businesses. You might have the same business model or problem you solve, but you are different. I can tell you there are hundreds of agencies serving different industries, but there's also a lot of agencies in my industry, but I can also tell you what exactly makes us authentic. And I can tell you what attracts so many people to my brand is me and is my values and my unique gifts and how I stand out. And honestly, your authenticity in a lot of cases is also going to repel people. So it's not just going to attract, it's going to also repel people who are not drawn to that, and that's okay. So to show up very authentically this year, the first thing is identifying how you can do that and what is authentic about you. This is a new process that we take all new clients through because I recognized how important this was, and that is number one, identifying what your natural gifts are, what you are naturally good at, what your values are, what your why is behind your business, what your dream is, what your experience is, 
And if I were to sit down and ask people in your world, your friends, your family, maybe even your customers, or if you have a platform, your audience, like if I was to sit down and ask my podcast listeners and my audience and my team and my family and friends, what makes me different? What stands out to them about me? I mean, and maybe you should do this. Maybe this is actually an exercise that would be really valuable for you. If you have a hard time seeing what that is, you can actually go ask those questions and see what the answers come back. Those answers, those things are what makes you authentic. And you want to massively lean into this in your marketing and in your business because that is what makes you stand out. That's what creates a connection with people. Likely it's going to be people who really resonate and relate to those traits about you. So I naturally attract a lot of moms and I attract a lot of women because they see themselves in me or they see themselves in being able to achieve what I've been able to achieve. I also attract a lot of high performers. I also naturally attract people who like natural health and holistic health and home study. And I'm not saying like, oh my gosh, everybody has to be in that boat. But because I share a lot of my authentic self in my brand and in my business and I infuse everything we do in our values that relate to this from my team to my customers to my audience, there's a theme there. And I'm using my gifts and what I do very naturally to do that. So that's the first thing is if you, I mean, I would really challenge you to write this down and actually have a list answering the question, what makes you authentic? What are your natural gifts as a human being that you have? What are the things that you can do that come so easy to you? Like if I said tomorrow, you have to go do this, you could do it no problem. Like it's, it's that flow state. It's, piece of cake for you. Also, what are the things that you can just talk about all day long? Like if I was like, you have to go give a presentation tomorrow and you can't prepare and you have to go talk about something, what would you talk about? And what do you love talking about? Everybody has those things where it's like, I could talk about this all the time. I could talk about this all day. Incorporating those things into your marketing, but first we have to identify them. Also identifying your values. That's super important. I shared this in a previous episode too around what do you want people to feel when they come into contact with your content and your brand and your offer? That's related usually to your values. I think values are so huge because it's such a check of like, okay, am I making this decision? Am I operating and showing up within my determined values? I have personal values. I have values that we create for our family, and then we have values in the company. And they actually are different They because there's different reasons and uses for them, but they do all uh, support and go well with my personal values. So that's the first thing. How you can create authenticity is first identifying your gifts and what makes you authentic. The next thing is tapping into creativity. Every one of you is creative. I used to believe I wasn't creative because I used to see creativity as like drawing and pa- <laughs> drawing and painting. I cannot paint and I cannot draw and I cannot do art. But my art is oftentimes my writing and my connecting to my audience and 
the different ways that I create that impact. So for me, it's my podcast. It's writing emails sometimes. It's in on my social media. It's sharing from my heart. That's my personal creativity. It's also creating experiences, very intentional experiences. I, I leverage my creativity inside of our marketing. And so oftentimes, I sh- I've shared this this week, but it's coming up again, we are so lost in what we should be doing and fitting inside of a box and following somebody else's format or somebody else's method that we completely lose our creativity and therefore we completely lose our ability to be authentic. So allowing yourself the space this year to think outside the box and think, you know, what are some things that I could do different? I challenge myself to do that all the time because I hate one of the things about me is I hate doing the same thing that everybody else does. Like I've been driving a Tesla Model X for like seven years because I got it before everybody had the Teslas. Like I had the Model X where you barely saw any on the road. And now I'm literally getting rid of my Tesla Model X. My my lease is up. So I can either get a new one. I've gotten two in seven years. And I can either get a new one or not, right? And I'm like, I'm, I love the car, but I'm tired of having the same thing as everybody else. So I'm going to get a Rivian, which I know in like four or five years, a lot of people are going to have Rivians, whatever. Can't go up away from an electric car either. So once you're, once you had an electric car, I told my husband, like, I cannot, I can't go get gas. Like I just can't do it. Um, anyways, that was just a side note. But the point being, I don't like being like other people. I will purposely do things different because I hate, like it makes me actually feel repulsiveness in my body to be like other people. (laughs) I just don't want to be like the norm and like just blend in. So with my business and my marketing, I will oftentimes sit with like, how can we do this different? Because these things like webinars and podcasts, they are so often done by a lot of people. And so we do things like my series or we'll do fun things on our webinar. We'll try something new. Like you'll see if you opt into the playbook, we have DMing us on Instagram instead of a typical call to action on the thank you page. So I will constantly be challenging myself in my business. How can I do something different? How can I think outside of the box? And also thinking outside of the box around what makes your story the experience that you have, the values you hold different. Like how do those bring this authentic you and authentic business? And then how can you bring that into all of your marketing and all of your messaging? Okay. The next note on creating authenticity, and this is also a prediction for 2024. I definitely think going deep versus wide is going to win this year. I think that whether it's your content your offer, your funnel, whatever it is, I think there's going to need to be a lot of depth, a lot of emotion, a lot of intention in what you do so that you might be doing less, but you are getting more out of what you're doing. Depth is going to win this year because depth is going to create connection through emotion and it's going to really um, overpower all the other people that are staying very surface level. So looking at how can I dig a little deeper? How can I take this thing that's maybe good? Like maybe your content right now is good. Maybe your podcast is good. Maybe your your email marketing is good. And how can you pause 
and bring the next level of depth to that. What can you do to bring that depth versus trying to do a lot of things and staying very wide? I have two more notes on this. This one this one is a theme for me in 2024, and I, and I think it's so important, and I think we have lost sight of this. I think we have lost sight of this in our lives, and I think that more and more people are going to um, move towards this. And I, I talked about it. I think it was in yesterday's episode about how when you are having fun and you have that energy of like you're just having a freaking good time, it's so magnetic. And I just feel like with business, because it is oftentimes so robotic, so serious, so masculine energy, we completely lose the ability to have fun. And like for sure, I have done this. I have lost like to me, business is very logical, very like straight to the point, very serious. And I didn't know how to bring fun into that. I'm also such a disciplined and like get it done. I don't want to say serious person because like I also have this side of me that I can be really silly and fun, um, but I have to be in like the mindset of it. Really, I have to be like really relaxed and unplugged. Um, So I'm trying to bring more of that into my business, into my team, into how I show up because ultimately that is who I am. I just wear a mask that hides that because I previously saw it as not productive. That's the truth for me. I don't know if that actually resonates with any of you guys, but that's a realization that I have had over the last several months that I saw any form of like fun, play, silliness as not productive. And so therefore it was not valuable. And so I wanted to be like straight to the point, maximum efficiency and the reality is like the fun and the play, yes, you still need to get shit done. Like I'm not saying just goof off. I'm saying if we're not having fun doing what we're doing every day in our business, like what are we actually doing? Because life's too short for that. And I know that logically, but I forget it often. So for me, it's looking at what do I love doing? Like what what can I If I think about doing something and I get like super excited, you know, like you're so excited talking about it and you're like, I could do this all day. This doesn't even feel like work. What are those things for you? And how can you bring that energy into your marketing, into your business? If you have a team, like for me, we're going to do Zoom like two minute dance breaks. We're going to do funnier stuff that's like it takes two minutes, but it shifts the entire energy of the team. And then we are more productive because if people are in that energy state where it's like light and play and fun, honestly, the creativity is way more dialed in and turned up and also people are just more fulfilled. And so having more fun, but also understanding that whatever that looks like to you is very authentic and that energy is very magnetic in your marketing because I think my kind of theory on this is I think way too many people don't have fun in their life and they don't like that about their life because everything feels so heavy. Like everybody right now, not everybody, I'm not going to say everybody. I think there is a general collective because of the society that we live in and how much 
is put on an individual to accomplish in a day, especially raising kids, it can oftentimes be a very heavy energy. And so I think people who are having fun and bringing that light energy are such a gift and therefore they're very magnetic because the general collective is wishing they had more of that in their life. That's my theory. So how can you have more fun? What what comes up for you when you ask that? How can you have more fun in your business, in your marketing, and what you work on next year? Maybe that will give you an idea of something that you didn't think of before. And then the last thing is a challenge. Coming up with two to five new things that you can test this year that are directly related to what you love doing, what you're naturally really good at, and what you feel sets you apart authentically. They may or may not work. And these could range from like a certain webinar that you might want to teach on that's a topic that's like a little bit outside of what you normally would and it pushes your comfort zone a little bit, but you're really excited about it. Or this could be a podcast that you launch that's like, "Mm, I don't know, like it pushes my edge a little bit because it's making me show up in a way that I feel is maybe not exactly who I should be, or it's showing a side of me that I haven't shown before. Or maybe it's just showing up on social media more real, right? I was recently asked a question at a mastermind that was what, at a mastermind I went to, it was what could you do that sounds extremely fun and light energy for you, like pumps you up super excited and also pushes you to your edge, like pushes you to your limit of discomfort. And we talked through a lot of things and ended up coming up with something that I'm not going to share yet because it's actually something I'm going to launch that is purely for fun. And through it, as I started talking about it, I realized like, oh my gosh, like I'm so lit up about this. I'm so excited about this. And I don't even care if it does well. Like this is just purely for my creativity and to do something fun. And obviously you have to balance this with focus in your business too. But the reality is we will see, but I actually think this thing I'm going to launch that intentionally is like doesn't have a really productive purpose to it is going to do better than a lot of things that I launch because it has that energy. But through it, I realized like, oh, I've always wanted to do that. And I kind of shut it out as like not an option for me. So what is that thing that you look at other people doing maybe or like you do but you don't show people that you do it and you're just like, I just don't see it as valuable. I don't see it as productive, but you're really good at it or you really love doing it. What is that thing? And it probably will make you a little uncomfortable just like it does me because it's showing a side of you that for whatever reason you have deemed as not valuable or maybe you have a fear around judgment of that side, which Typically, that can happen and then we therefore don't show up as our authentic self. We show up as what we we think people think we should show up as. So for me, how that showed up is you have to be constantly valuable and constantly productive or people won't appreciate you. But then I see people who are like having a ton of fun and are being silly and everybody wants to be around them and I'm like, I want to be more fun. I want to be more silly. Anyways, so what what is something that pushes your comfort zone really leans into what you're naturally good at and your gifts and your experience and also sounds really freaking fun for you. What are like two to five things that you can bring into your business this year around that? All right, you guys. Tomorrow, I'll be back with the final episode in this series around 
2024 marketing predictions. Talk to you guys then. Thanks for listening to the Not For Lazy Marketers podcast. If you love this episode and want deeper support with your marketing, head over to helpmystrategy.com to see how Hirsch Marketing can help take your marketing to the next level no matter where you're at today. We help our clients scale faster than ever, find hidden leaks in their funnel, experiment with new creative marketing strategies, and help their business explode and be more profitable than they ever dreamed possible. Head over to helpmystrategy.com and see if you qualify for a free strategy audit with Team Hirsch.